Welcome, everyone, to Midnight Movie Distillery. I'm one of your hosts, Logan Lynch. I'm another host, Warwick Price. And I'm the drunk on the end, Lon Zarnicky. What we are going to do for you folks is we're going to watch a film, review it, and also try to pair an alcoholic beverage along with the movie. Movie tonight is Pontypool, a uh, movie directed by Bruce McDonald and written by Tony Burgess. And now comes the pairing. So we hope you have seen the movie. If you have not seen the movie, go back, watch the movie, then come back and watch this. There will be spoilers. This will make more sense. Lots of spoilers, but also... I don't want to hear it in the the comments either. You spoiled the movie. We're We're telling telling you now. now, And we're not going to say it throughout the... No, we're just talking about the movie. Tonight's pairing... Glenn Fittich. Yes. Wow. This should not have been a surprise Damn to it. either of you two. No, Just it wasn't. Anyone who'd actually watched the movie, you'll get it. So I'm a, I'm a little frustrated because now I got to find another trick. In the, <laughs> in I the was movie, really open. In the movie, our hero, when he first gets to the radio station, gets a bottle of Glenn Fittich 12 Year. Ooh, so you actually knew which one it was. Oh, absolutely. I could tell as soon as he pulled out the tin. Uh, 12 Year to. Drink, uh, and then, by the way, it's his morning show. Just wanted to point that out. But he does have it with us. Now, a real quick about this. Glenn Fittich 12-year is still considered higher-end scotch. I would consider it more of an entry-level scotch compared to some of the other ones out there. It is still currently, as of today, about $50 a bottle, give or take. So it is a little bit higher up there, but this is what I kind of cut my teeth on for scotch. One of the ones I cut my teeth on for Scott. On the on the liquid, not the bottle. Yes. Oh, oh, you want to? Speaking of. Oh, okay. Now, if you we remember, should, we should we should also tell people how we are going to rate things. Oh, okay. So we do a five point scale. I should say we do I can a start it from five <laughs> bloody barrel scale, one to five, and we'll rate the scotch, and then we're going to rate the movie before we start talking about it, because I don't know what these two idiots thought of the movie. As uh, And also to add on to that, we have not tried, well, I have not tried this scotch before. Oh, you so, haven't? No. Oh, oh well, it's good. But, so but, I'm, a, I'm a virgin when it comes to this. But how did he drink it in the movie, though? Do you he, remember? In his coffee. Yes. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. No. In his coffee as well. Oh, my God. We are going to drink it with our coffee. <laughs> was, was that another question you had? <laughs> no, no. I, that one I thought was a little too easy. Okay, why don't you guys get the Amy's Abomination mug? Okay. I don't I wonder what Amy's Abomination is. This is. <laughs> Maybe you should explain that. Somebody else can say skull mug. I'll have the skull mug. Nice. And then I will take. Oh, look at his. His is all wrapped oh up. Oh, God. It's like, special. What is it? The Shroud of Turn? The. Ooh. Sugar wow. skull mug. Okay. De los Muertes. Now, oh, and you know what? Because we are drinking boys, Ooh. we do want everybody to thank have you, a thank water. You. Keep yourself well. hydrated, people. Hydrate. Now, so are we going to set a standard and say every time we have a drink, it's going to be neat? I would like it that way. However, okay. I think it would depend on the movie and the pairing. Okay. Because well, if there's a character who drinks Lagavulin. Within reason. Well, of course. But if somebody <laughs> there is drinking Lagavulin, you know, as on the rocks, we'll do it. Well, sure. I think you have to try, in my personal opinion, every whiskey needs to be started off neat so you can actually taste it. Yep. Before you go adding ice to it, if it's got too much of a bite, you might add my ice, a little splash of water, a little soda. But you've got to taste it neat to understand the bourbon first. So, 
We will do that. And for those that don't understand what neat is, <laughs> nothing in it. That's nothing all it is. Nothing in it. So if you ever hear something. No ice. Yes. Now, in case you couldn't tell from the way that Lon was talking, he knows a lot about this shit. So. Give me your glass. I'll get you some. Some of the good stuff. Your cup. My Amy's Abominations glass. Should we also explain the fact that this is our very first recording? Uh, it is our very first, and it's our very, hopefully not last, but <laughs> it's our very first time doing this together. Uh, we've known each other for a few years now, uh, but this will be our first time actually working together like this. Yeah. Now, give me your glasses as well, because we did oh. just say we do want to... Make, did you make sure you clean the dust out? Sam yeah, I actually poured mine in yours. Before... <laughs> It's got an earthy tone to it. It's got a sawdusty. Uh, yeah. Okay. So as a, as we said, this is a scotch. This is not really a bourbon. It's not uh, direct whiskey. It's Scottish whiskey. So. So, so to for for those that don't know, when in doubt, pinky out. Oh. oh. I don't know if that's true or not, but. All right. Okay. That's good. Okay. So normally with scotches, I get the whole, uh, I call it like kind of like the pea sugar. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I did not get that on. Oh, wait, there's a little bit of the burn. Yeah. Okay. That was a little slow. Take, 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 takes a while. But it's a late down yeah. the chest. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like out of nowhere, it's just the like, burn. there it is. Just yeah. letting you know, I'm here. Are, it's are, got a very smooth front, up oh. front taste, not a lot of peat, not a lot of smoke. Are we reviewing based on first taste? Or Abs we, oh, we can, we can review as many times we, as we want, right? <laughs> you, wanna, you know what? We did test this way, right? Okay. okay. Let's drink it the way he drank it. Well, I, I, I want another oh, drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was, I, I got to make sure. Yeah. It's stuck in my, my, mm. beard, my mustache, but that's okay. Mm. 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 That's very good. It is good. It's a good as you said, it's, a, it's like for a kind of a base model. It's a uh, gateway scotch. It is. Scotch. It is. I say it's a gateway scotch because it's pretty light on the palate. It's not overwhelming. It's not overpowering. Low, low smoke, low peat, which are two of the scotch traits if you're new to scotch. It's two of the bigger scotch traits you look for. Smoke, peat. If you're a big fan of that, Lagavulin's a bigger way to go. If you, you like it lighter, maybe Ovon. You got any information on what Glenfiddich actually is? Glen, what you, what it means? You yeah, mean? Well, it no, just like what the company's about. Yeah, it doesn't time. have a, a direct translation. Glen Fittich, they just it, Glen, so you know it's Scottish, it's in a, right? Any it's Glen, in a Glen. Glen. right? Um, <laughs> but this is one of the first ones that were over here, uh, you know, across the pond, as okay. it were, basically. Yes. Uh, along with some of the other scotches, only now have has Glen Fittich started to do more of the finishes like everybody else does. Finish it in rum barrels. Finish it in sherry cask. Finish it in our logo's gone. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Time now. <laughs> you can leave a blue screen unless it does the, does it cycle through bad shit? Well, works working on that. Uh, we'll get this fixed in post. So they're only coming up to, they do have a 16 year. So as smooth as this was, there's a 16 year out there that's about $60, maybe $10 more. That is So you want cheap on very us, good. Like I cheap. Think, I think that's one. <laughs> Anytime you can call a $50 bottle 12 year old scotch cheap, yes. Um, but so then, as it gets older, yes. aged older, yes. age age is yes, it will what? get smoother. Age, age. as it ages in ages. the barrel, not in the bottle. It stops aging in the bottle. Ah. It only ages when it's in the oak barrels. Now, one thing I do know is about beer. The reason that it's like the brownish color usually is because that protects it from light. 
is this affected by that as well? They do that, but it's really not. Okay. So Lagavulin is is a brown bottle that protects it too. There's a green bottle, but there's a lot of them that come in the clear bottle. Same thing with bourbons. It does not affect the whiskey unless it's like in direct sunlight for a long period of time. Okay. And so for those who don't know, Scotch, you can only call something a Scotch if it's actually Good point. Um, made in Scotland. Good now point. You're just showing off. Correct. Otherwise, otherwise <laughs> right. it's just it's a whiskey. It's just a whiskey. So if you have something from um, Ireland or something from the States, uh, it's not a scotch. Right. Okay, okay. I got it. If it's I got from it. Ireland, it's piss water. And if it's from... <laughs> Especially if it's James. <laughs> <laughs> if it's from America, it's usually a whiskey or bourbon. So I do have a question, though. Is there a difference between... I have seen whiskey with EY and yeah. whiskey with Y. So whiskey with EY is the American spelling of it. Whiskey okay. without the E is the British correct or way. The, <laughs> the, the correct way. Or the Scottish it. way. Uh, to say whiskey, they don't put the E in it. Okay. Only yeah. America puts the E in it. Which is actually unusual because normally it's Americans that drop letters out of yeah. it. Right, instead of adding. Yeah. Well, we want to make it more about. confusing. That's yes. the whole point, like I think. Color, color, so, color, color. let's move on color. to the way it's okay. drinking by our hero in the movie. Okay. And by the way, he does do a pretty healthy pour. All right, so then I've got a healthy pour. Oh, and what are you doing with that? What are you, what? Save yourself some purity, my friend. Oh, okay, well then we can re pour back in here. Give me, give me, give I, I just poured a bunch in there. Oh you put that my in. god. See, this is more pure than. Oh my Dump god. that whole thing in there. You gotta drive home. Okay, let's get some more bottles. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. How are you supposed to bring this? You know what? It's a lefty thing. <laughs> yeah. It's stupid. If you want everybody else to see how cool you are. Oh, what's going on oh. with the screen? Oh, the screen's the screen went dimming. dim. How did the screen go dim when it's plugged in? I don't know. Can't. It's not sleeping, is it? No, I hope not. Uh -oh. oh, there she goes. It's still recording, though. We're good. Oh, I think it's just recording. saving. Yeah, yeah but that should So, be as we said, this is our first one. This is the first ever. Mistakes recording. abound. Deal with it. So, yeah. And what you're not seeing is the <laughs> two, two hours <laughs> of us uh, trying to get microphones to work. Yeah. And originally. We learned a lot. Originally, we were on a, on a, um, a phone device as our camera and we went back to the trusty laptop this is actually very good this is right. actually okay. very good okay i normally i, I always have right. my coffee i haven't with, tried mine yet um, i'm going no. for it oh cream right. <laughs> this is actually um i i see what Maisie was going for interesting hmm. so now, is this so is this considered an irish coffee then no, don't you 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 say that to the people who make this? They'll kick your ass. Okay, this is not well, Irish coffee. Would have Irish. Whiskey. I thought it was just Irish whiskey. In yeah, coffee. Irish whiskey normally. Or you could do with Jack. Daniels, so realistically, Scotch is not typically a mixer. How much do you problem. think we're it's also being affected by the coffee that you picked? Ooh. That's true. Because it's like I'm sure if. If anybody if I, wanted to send us coffee too to try out, with that would this. be pretty good. As long as we it's would not like plug that coffee, wouldn't we? we would, well, let me rephrase that. We <laughs> would plug that coffee. As long we? as it's not Maxwell House. Oh, because Folgers. Folgers in your cup. <laughs> so if you are in a radio station, you yep. probably think they they probably don't have quality coffee being provided, right? I would imagine it's swill, and yes. that's probably why he added the scotch. His? is to kind of improve the overall taste. Listen, this is not top choice coffee. Oh, I didn't want to say something. Oh, no, no. It, l let me tell you. <laughs> so I got this coffee free from my neighbors. We're good friends with my neighbors who are big coffee drinkers as well. And they got it from a place that makes some coffee, which is supposed to be good coffee. But this was like Overstocker. The bag opens and they can't sell it. So they dump it off in these five gallon tubs and hand them out. 
and my neighbor got one and he brought us over a five gallon drum nice. of ground coffee. That's what this we is. Wow. We've been drinking it for the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying this is two year old coffee? This, this is fresh, we've refilled that five gallon okay. drum. Oh, okay. But the point is, you're right, this improves the coffee right away. Yeah, here we go. I'm digging this. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a quick vote mm. on, uh, oh, or okay. uh, well, we'll say review, but a quick vote on meat, and then as in the, the, the meat, neat, neat, neat. Now, how do you think we are going to handle the fact that obviously this is our very first um, recording, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. therefore our rating system um, is going to be based on one um, drink, one drink. So, oh, I see. So this is setting the baseline, right? So, okay. so, so in other words, right. it's like okay. you know, but, each, but each drink's going to be different, right? I mean, we're going to have different. But it's only five point scale. So basically, three is always going to be what it's okay. Two means it was less than okay. Four means it was better than yeah, okay. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's a thin margin. It's a thin right. Margin. Well, and and that's my point because it's like for me, yeah, I'm going to give this a three. Yeah, yeah. Purely because now this I, is neat. You're giving it a three. Giving it three as 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 neat because you know we have had other um, drinks. They yes. can't all be five. You guys are snobs. Collectively, collectively about this. They can't all be five. And you know, so therefore, I know yeah. that over the course of, of multiple podcasts, uh, right. we will have invariably we will have pairings uh, that will not be as good as this. We we may need to expand to a ten point system. We may ten, need to expand ten barrels. Ten, ten, bar ten bar <coughs> bloody barrels. Ten yes, barrels. bloody so, barrels. Because I also would give this a bloody barrel three. Okay. Because I really, really like it, but I feel like I can't give it too high rating because I do know there are others that I like more. So, with my virgin tone, uh, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going right to. I'm going to go above, be, above and beyond here. I'm going to give it a four. Uh, reason being is I've had some I have not had nearly as many scotches as you guys yeah. uh, and yeah. the yeah, scotches I, I have is, had yeah, newbie pretty much are nothing compared to this like okay. I would actually drink this like on a daily basis if right I okay but, but, I, but wow. I think, if, if life were bad but but wow. I think <laughs> but I think that's good but I think that's already yeah. the point though right you know in other words it's I think scotches have um, different like it, the, the whole reason why we're saying we're pairing a, a, a Scotch whiskey, um, bourbon with uh, with a movie yeah. is because it, it's depending on how you feel. Mm -hmm. um, I think it really changes how you appreciate the the, the drink. Yeah. And you know, yes, there is absolutely nothing wrong with this. But yes, thanks to my 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 friend Lon, it's like I've I've had. Way better, <laughs> way but, better bourbons and, and scotches and whiskeys. So here's another point to consider: that we are not supposed to be judging this compared to all those others. We are supposed to be judging them compared to our taste. But you still, which but, is, but, but that's which what, is middle of the road. But that's sure. why I'm saying exactly. I, I think I, I think, agree. I think with what you. we're saying is middle saying. of the road is a perfectly good. Um, it's better than just okay, right? Yes. It's good middle of the road. So what we're looking for anybody. is. Three point. Oh, three point five. Oh, is that legal? Is that legal? 
Um, did we just blow our own rules? I, I like it. I think it. we did. Okay. All right. And, and, and sir, on the end, what did you rate it again? Uh, I gave it a four. A four? Okay. So hold up your scorecards. We got a three and a, three, three and a half and a four. Is that right? Okay. Look at that. All right. All right. That's awesome. That's so great. now we want to review it or rate it based on how it was consumed in the movie. Correct. Which is with first. the coffee. Yes. And I, I've, I've been sucking it down, man. This is, yeah. this is really good. I will say this, even even facing the correct way, um, this is actually not a, a <laughs> easy to drink out of. A very enjoyable let me, mug. Let to me drink explain from. something to you. All these really cool looking mugs have this lip that curls in. What the fuck is with that? Well, you yeah. can't yeah. drink out of lip because, yeah. lips because they expect you to chug, apparently. What? But it's like, it's all I get is I dribble. Yeah, yeah. that's the point. And right. I don't even have these stupid beards. It's like, <laughs> you mean the badass glorious beards? Glorious cool. Badass beards. You mean. Because just because you can't grow one, Pat. Yeah. Hey, I could grow one if I wanted to. <laughs> I just choose. Uh, there we to. go. I think you should. For right, every well, episode, just let it grow. Did you try it with the coffee? I did. And? So, uh, so I, I'll go first on this. Right. And you guys might hate me on this, but I'm going to go with a two. Oh, you didn't like it. I think no. it detracts from it. I, I like well, coffee. Detracts from like, what? The coffee detracts from the... It, detra the, it detracts from the whiskey, uh, the scotch. Okay, okay. I think the scotch itself was great, but okay. in here... Now, to me, this shows desperation on his part. If he's uh, in the same boat as me. Oh, look at that. He's related to the movie. Yes, Good it's more job. like he what just was guy? like, you know what? I, I, you know what? I got to make it through this. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. and I agree. I mean, I think that's what we were saying before. I mean, I think it, it's... Reality is... That the quality of the coffee being offered at a radio station that's in in the middle of nowhere, yeah, Starbucks ain't saving is, this either, is probably, <laughs> yeah. But and it was. But I guess my point is, it's if you had a Starbucks, he probably maybe he wouldn't have had the um, the scotch. You know, mm. it, I think the quality of the coffee that he was drinking. I think he would have put it in anything. I, I think the point <laughs> is, he's a drinker. Yeah, I think that's, that's what, what, what she said. So yeah. it sounded like he was pretty stressed. Out. But 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 my point okay. to that though is. He didn't hide it. It wasn't to hide the scotch. It wasn't like he had the you know snuck it into his coffee. No, no, no. He got it from the the recorder, the yeah. um, the uh, the sound editor. Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. She he gave specifically it to asked him, asked her for. Lauren, Lauren, like, here you go. Here's the bottle you asked for. He looked. He's like, oh yeah, because that's his favorite. Took it up, put it in his coffee, and then when he announced the beginning of the show, he's like, all right, everybody, I've got my coffee here. Let's go. He wasn't lying. Yeah. But it just was scotch laden. Yes. So it was special coffee. I think the point is he just likes to drink because it helps make him an edgy DJ. Sure. And let me tell you something. Tonight's the night to be an edgy DJ. Yes. Yeah. Especially with everything that's going on. So, mm. Warwick, what would you rate it with the coffee? See, I look at it as truly, number one, this is black coffee. Mm -hmm. I don't drink my coffee black. So you're racist? <laughs> no. I, I, just, I just prefer cream. <laughs> Uh, with my white, coffee. white cream. <laughs> it could be black cream. Oh, that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> we got lines tickled. We're trying to do this no editing, man. No, that's the point. Edit all that shit. But the point is, I think the scotch actually adds oh um, a flavor to the coffee that actually makes me, um, quite frankly, not care about the fact that it's black coffee. Uh, I okay. agree. Okay. I agree. I could kind of chug this. See, so when I was saying it was detracting, I'm gonna give it a three. Okay, a three as well. Okay. Uh, be, but because for what it is, obviously I rate this as a three. I'd rather drink it like this than in my coffee. Mm -hmm. Yes. But what I'm saying is the here. way he had it Desperate times. surprised me that it was that good. It surprised me that I was okay. enjoying it that much 
it could help because I enjoyed this. Well, and, and it is funny because you you see this a lot in um, in movies with people adding alcohol to to coffee. Mm. Um, and it's like you know, to be honest, I've always kind of looked at it as a very um, alcoholic right. type thing to do. Right. Those um, weird guys got to look out for each other. Oh, you're all right. <laughs> but it's like this. This was good. I, I mean, I don't think I'll become a day drinker, but it's like. <laughs> But True. you could. But I could. Well, I mean, let's face it. Maisie in the movie did, Mazzie, Mazzie. in the movie did uh, have an issue with drinking. It comes out. It comes out with his why he was fired, not necessarily because of drinking, but that was part of the whole thing. So it is sort of an alcoholic thing. Yeah. To put in your coffee, people call it an Irish coffee, but that's because the Irish are alcoholics. They are. No offense well to all the Irish out there. Well uh, But that's my point, right? That's why they call it an Irish coffee. It's not because it's a delicacy. It's not because it's a fantastic beverage. It's the kind of way to drink and stay awake. Yes. Whilst, but I liked it. While still making people think that you're drinking coffee. And I enjoyed it. That's bottom line. I enjoyed it. So So now we're going to move on to the actual movie. Well, unless somebody um, would like a pull while we talk about the rest of the movie. Well, I still got mine. Yeah, because uh, I wasn't uh, stupid and, and, and used mine. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, they're filling. Oh, was that? Okay, so the movie we mentioned earlier was Pontypool. You mean the, um, we, we got to say it like he does, though, because he this guy's got uh, so it, great voice. Let's do. Uh, he's got a great voice, so he's got that um, kind of raspy kind of ponty like, like like he's like he's been drinking. Yeah, um, like he's with, had yeah. with um, Scott. Yeah, his life. Well, I, I see him being a smoker too. You didn't really see Stephen, that in the movie, but no, Stephen McHattie though is known for that voice. Yes, yeah. he's excellent I, at giving that deep baritone smoothness. Sure. I got Lance Henriksen. Oh, vibes. absolutely. He does like, look like Lance Hendrickson. But, but no, but, even but, the but voice, not, too. Well, but Lance Hendrickson. Not, not, not the accent. Not yeah. the accent, though. Correct, I mean, correct. It, it's like, yeah, this this guy has, uh, I don't even know actually where he's from. Um, Steve McCaddy? Yeah. Canada. Canada, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, it's this Canadian. This is a Canadian movie. Yes, yeah, by the way. N-A-D-A. By the way. Oh, well, you know what? Before uh, we, we get we into the movie. spelling as well? Do we? We're saying A as in, like, Canadians. A? 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 Uh, the joke's not funny. It really to quick. Explain it. No. Let's let's rate it real quick and then oh, we'll yes, sure. rate yeah. the movie. We'll rate the movie. All at once. <clears throat> okay, hold, so on, we hold, don't hold on, hold on, hold on. Get yeah, yeah. to change our minds. Okay. Well, this seems really boring. Ready? Not, not this part. Oh. Go. Oh wow. Well. Four, four, and what did you three. do? Three. Three. You dick. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now that's what he just didn't get. So, he didn't understand the movie. That's all. It, we'll, it's, we'll talk it through. We'll talk we're going to start off by, let's do a quick, real brief synopsis of the movie. Excellent. The movie itself, uh, it's obviously called Pontypool. Uh, it's about a radio DJ. Um, he, it starts off, he's on his way to uh, work, and uh, he's on the phone with his manager, we'll say, I guess. Um, he had just been recently let go from some other position. He's now out in Pontypool, which is in Canada, uh, kind of a, I'll say podunk, uh, podunk, podunk town. It's in the there middle of nowhere. It's in the middle of nowhere. Anyway, in Ontario, <clears throat> yes, and uh, it's snowing, it's cold, and he's on his way into work. He, he sees a woman um, that's kind of out in this weather with no coat, no nothing. She's babbling. He asks if she needs help. She walks away. Things move on. Well, actually, more than that, she seems to disappear. Yes, and yes. more than that, she doesn't babble nothing. She repeats what he says. Correct. That's true. Yes. And eventually he gets into work. Uh, he works with um, Sydney and Laurel Ann, 
uh, Sydney is kind of the producer. Yes. Uh, and then Laurel Ann is like the sound editor. In the tech. Uh, yeah. Laurel Ann is a former military person. Uh, I don't remember if they went into detail where she was. I, she was I, in Iraq. I, I, literally, Iraq. I literally have that in the question because because they mention it at least three times. Yes, but they don't say what she And did. they don't really <laughs> make any kind of talk about like how that plays into the story. Correct. I can tell you why that is. This was written about 15 years ago. Yes. The book was written long even before that. So really, they didn't want to reference any specific war hmm. to make it a little bit more timeless. Yes, this movie was released in 2009, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Eight. Eight. 2008 or nine. Okay. Who's got the IMDb? <clears throat> uh, Way I to go, Warp. Well, while they're discussing that, uh, they also, so this movie is, that it takes place in most of, Eight. sorry? 2008. Eight. Eight. 2008. It takes place mostly inside of the radio station um, itself. Uh, which is which, in the basement of a church. Yes, which, to be honest, I thought was a great... Uh, do you know the budget on this movie? $1.2 million. Okay. Is that U.S. dollars or Canadian dollars? That would be U.S. dollars. So that was like 50 Good cents question. in U.S.? Real, real dollars. Good question. <laughs> Actual dollars, not Okay. Canadian so $1.2 million. Dollars. To be honest, I thought it was going to be less than that. Not yeah. because of the production value, but mostly because of the fact that I thought they did a really good job of keeping it as tight as possible with it's the amount of people. It's basically filmed. I mean, clearly the location that they picked had a basement, um, and you know whether they built the sound booth and everything, I don't know. But it's it's like every, everything was was filmed within like two, maybe three locations within that building. Correct. Right. Other than the car, right? And that's it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, and, 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 and even the car was done at night, so quite frankly, could have been, could have been, done, inside, could have been anywhere. That's true. Yes. Could have been in the parking lot of <laughs> yeah. that church. Um, this was two by four rocking it. <laughs> well, we'll finish the synopsis, and then we'll sorry, get into sorry. the theories. No, that's, that, that's I, no, basically I how I wanted to leave it, because then we can kind of just describe it from there, um, yeah. how things go as far as, you know, we already discussed he, you know, just to kind of make it through the day, has to, to put some Glenfiddich into his, uh, his, his coffee. <laughs> uh, and basically, he's kind of a shock jock, is how I interpret it. Uh, and, uh, you know, Lon had mentioned earlier that he, he does something to lose his position at wherever he was prior. Um, and he's kind of, he's a low man on the totem pole now, but he still thinks he's hot shit. That's <laughs> how he, I interpret he, it. I, I see him as a person who knows that he's fallen down a few rungs. That's why he's got to eat his shit sandwich and do this lowly radio station in the middle of nowhere. Because of that, he's lost it. So he's got a little humbleness to him. I, I, but he I, wants to break back out. I agree, but I mean, I do think also at the same time, he really, you know, we don't know exactly the radio station he was at before, but something tells me it was it was a in a bigger city, correct? Mm -hmm. um, because it's very evident from some of the initial reports that he's giving that you know, it's the it's the classic like you know cat stuck up a tree type reporting, and he really just doesn't take it seriously. Like even the first report. Um, of the kind of ultimately the, the incident that kind of grows into what the whole movie is really about, um, he thinks it's a joke, and actually he thinks that his producer um, is making up the story um, in order just to kind of like pull his chain. I mean, it, it's yeah, yeah. yeah he the, he the really they, real. Yeah, the tension they created between him and the producer I thought was good. Uh, I liked that that they that it seemed like she wanted to. You know, she. 
felt like she's supposed to be in control, but she knew it was more trying to control, trying to keep the reins on him. Right. I mean, to me, it's the classic case of like this is her job, um, and probably the the DJs let's say come and go, and so he's coming along. She knows his background. She knows the issues that that he's potentially had, um, and she said, you know, and she says it a few times, it's like just do the job. Yep. You know, it's like yeah. your job is basically to report, report the news, yep. like keep people interested. Keep she people clearly wants to keep him down, rein him down. Well, right. but the Control thing is, him. I felt like she was just saying to me, and that's that, like, you know, as the movie progressed, I felt like what she was trying to do was just say, get that shit out of the way, and then you can do whatever the hell you want, right? Like, but he just wasn't even willing to do that. He's like, I want to go right, get, you know, right to the meat of things. He had a good point at the in the movie. He even said, people don't listen to boring people listen to shock jocks basically yeah. he didn't yeah. say it that way yeah you can you can say whatever you want you can say whatever you want but people he would rather uh love to be hated than hated yeah. to be liked it reminded me of the the howard stern movie absolutely you know, it's like right. every so everybody the same sort of thing you know everybody you know the people that love him listen to him, and the people that hate him are listening to him just to hear what he says next you know, to get mad at him, right? Right, you know? right, right, and, and right. So what we we got for the younger audience, uh, shock jocks were people that <laughs> used to be on the radio. <laughs> See, there was a thing called and radio. And they would say things and over purposely, the yes, yeah, airwaves, not Wi-Fi, airwaves <laughs> of radio uh, transmission. But uh, but yeah, I, I felt like you know he he knew what he wanted, and it wasn't to be there. Um, but he also thought, I'm going to have fun with this, right? Yeah. Right, right. And, and, and again, I mean, you know, to, to the, the um, Howard Stern and, and what's his name, Imus, you know, it's like, yeah. obviously, their whole point, and you said it just now, it, it's, it's to be shocking. It's the, the shock drop yeah. part of it is people listen to hear that, oh, my God, like, did yeah, he, did he really he just, said just that. said that? Sure, sure. And I think if you have that kind of mentality and you're in some like middle of nowhere place where you're making fun of um, you know these news reports of, of people's cats being stuck up a tree Correct. you know it, it, it's as far as he's concerned it's like that's that's his job his job is to basically make fun of it and um, you know kind of entertain where I think Sydney is like yeah, but at the end of the day, we're here to uh, tell a story. We're here, here to give the news. We're here to give traffic updates. Yeah. And, you know, that's what she I think was, she was afraid they were going to lose their listeners. Right. Right. You know, I mean. And he actually even said it's like he goes, "I think it's the other way around altogether." Yeah. Yeah. So, not to jump forward too much, but let's jump to the actual meat of what this movie is about. Okay. And that what happened in there is as he's talking. I don't know if you guys caught this or not, but he started the whole movie, I hope it's not a trivia question, started off where he comes into the radio station to work and it's already playing a clip that he recorded earlier Correct. Yeah. of a missing cat Yes. named Honey. 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 Was that, was that a trivia question? That may have been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but if well, people uh, watch slash listen, listen to the podcast, they'll be able to answer oh. that. Okay, so here's where you wink, have to wink, nudge, take nudge. notes. Um, but the point, I, the reason I even mention that is because, so what happens after that is he, he, he comes in listening to that himself talking on the radio about that missing mm -hmm. cat. That gets played over several times throughout 
the broadcast right. because they need to, you know, that says PSA and they need to talk about oh, the trouble that's happening, and whatever they show, they play. Um, but what happens is as he's talking, giving reports, he ends up doing a pie, uh, uh, an eye in the sky thing, which was, what's his name again? Uh, his name is Ken Loney. Ken Loney <laughs> in the Sunshine Chopper. More like Ken Loney. Flying across, uh, above the uh, city, town, really, uh, giving the traffic reports and all that stuff. And as it turns out, spoiler alert, he's not really in a chopper. You know where he is? I do know where he's at. Should we say, or is that a trivia question? Is that question? a trivia question? That was not a trivia question, because it, okay. it seems too simple, but go Okay, ahead. so where was he? He was in He was in his own Dodge Dart. Dodge Dart on a hill overlooking Pontypool. Now, playing chopper sounds. Off his radio. Yes. Off now, because he's professional. What happens is and that as, he's, as they're talking about this, he comes back and he's, he says, there's something going on at this doctor's office. Right. Remember the, do yep. the doctor trivia question? Uh, nope. It should be. He was like a main character, right? No. I can't remember what his name is. Dr. Mendez. Mendez. Yes. So Dr. Mendez, there's an office thing going on in his office. He didn't whatever. look like a Mendez. He didn't. He did he not. He heavily German. Yes. He didn't look German. I don't think there's a lot of, like, well, I guess there could be Spanish people in. in but he, he, you thought he looked Spanish? He I was looked, thinking Indian, maybe? Yeah, I, was, yeah, I wanted yeah. more Indian. But anyway, the point is, so things start happening at this doctor's office. And as that's going on, He's describing, uh, Ken Loney is describing what's happening, and it's chaos. And as he keeps calling back in, the chaos grows to grows to more things like people eating other people, attacking other people. The crowd starts to grow. It's other people from the town that are attacking chanting, everybody. Chanting. They're well. all chanting and making sounds like windshield wipers. They're repeating sounds. They're repeating words like they are chanting. And eventually, that chaos, as it grows in, you realize that, Ken is not in the chopper, that he's in a car, that he's in the middle of all of this. And cannot just get away. He's getting, right. they're getting calls in from other people who are eyewitnesses of what's going on. They're getting eyewitness uh, accounts from Ken. Or it's basically- while those, while those eyewitnesses are calling in, they're falling off because- They're being attacked. They're being either take, attacked or they're kind of being taken Such over. Such as Ken Loney, or- Ken. Ken Loney, yes. What's, what's called? Ken. Being attacked. Yes. Right. It's dramatic as hell. Yes. I thought that part of the movie was fantastically done. Whoever exactly. did Ken Loney did a fantastic job because I believed every word of what was going on. Mm -hmm. That's part of the magic of this movie, I feel, is that it was audibly terrifying. I could see everything he was describing in my head, and which made it much more terrifying because I was hearing it for somebody who was in the middle of it. You can hear the sounds. And you can hear the one kid, the one man that was making the baby noises yes. right. as he was dying. So that's the one part I had trouble believing in. Because oh. I, get it, I, get, I get it, he's still, a reporter. But you still get a four? I get, I get it, he's a reporter. This mm -hmm. is just me, me, me being critical. Okay, um, that's okay. But that's he, he, I, he, he's being a reporter, but you see a man, a man, because I think he described him as... It was big. A he's yeah, a big he's a kid. The big seventeen-year-old. Uh, That's why it was a right, right. And his hands are not off son. Yep. at this point. Yep. I would not be getting any anywhere near, and even, even of course, you know. And so I get it what he was trying to do, but to me that was like, you know, I almost he would didn't have preferred they did right. But he didn't feel it was but, a threat but, any longer. But I mean, I think I I agree, and quite frankly, that kind of part of why I started like ranking it down a little bit. Okay. was purely for the fact that it's there were some things that happened 
that you know if this was uh, like you know some like ex Afghanistan vet that reporter that is used to being in the in the um, front lines, but like here's a guy that doesn't even have a goddamn helicopter. That's true. And so yeah, like, he's like, used like, to reporting just saying that's shit, not right? his yeah. fault. Yeah, that's, right. Right. that's not his fault. That makes sense. That There's makes no sense. budget but, but, for but, it. But, but, but I guess my point being the fact that it's like I don't know that that person would have that inquisitive, investigative reporter. Um, like instinct to say, I need to get closer. But he didn't. He didn't. He, he was he already to, there. But he was in. The, but so originally they said that that he was overlooking from um, the hill. From, from from the hill. But then at the point that he actually is like visibly seeing people eating other people, he's in some grain silo. I think. No, well, yes, I think we should explain too. The initial people meeting at uh, the mob, we'll call it, at, at the Mr. Men the Dr. Mendez's yep. office. That he described the building exploding with people. Right. He did. He did. Um, now, which I, then caused him, I think, to then have to run to the silo. Yeah, I think the building see. actually exploded. I'm yeah, not I, positive. I, I, I so, think, well, but, because I thought he said it exploded with people. Like it, the, it and I thought that was because, so I took that as there were so many people that rushed and were pushing up against it that they just basically blew the, and, like almost. And that, that, that's exactly how I took that to, to be as well. Okay. It is ultimately the building collapsed. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Through the sheer mm -hmm. weight of people that were there. Mm -hmm. Again, we don't know exactly how big this town is, but I have a hard time yeah. believing that there is enough people unless the, unless the doctor's office was made out of paper. Well, um, yeah, or it could be one of those like I, metal, you know, shed type buildings, you know, the. Yeah. That's minutia. Who cares? Okay. All right. But <laughs> well, I want to know why well, he gave it a three. Well, anyway. oh yeah, we're we're gonna get into that. Okay. We're gonna I, get into that. I can talk to that. Uh, by the way, we're still doing the synopsis. I think. Uh, no, so we're then past that. Yeah, because the crowd. We've already got to this. We've already got past the synopsis because if we get much further, I know we've said that we're already gonna do spoilers. Yes, yeah, there's but, plenty but of spoilers. We're, we're now past synopsis and into like you know basically this is what Tearing happens. Tearing it apart. In the movie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You're so right. we're we're paraphrasing though, okay. but you know I mean, it, it certain things though like the the tension that they build. So I'm gonna go back to kind of just the the film in and of itself. Uh, the the directing I feel like they did a great job because you know there were scenes where. Ken's describing stuff, and they're showing just the facial expressions of the yes. people in there, and that to me was great because and he has it's a like, great face. yeah, it, it it made me think that you know, oh god, yeah, look, they're they don't know what the hell's going on. They're scared, you know. At first, he's kind of like, this is you're, absolutely you're fucking with me. I think he even says it. He does. He freaks um, out about it for a whole. 10 so minutes. so to me, that was great. How he had to, and that's what I loved was he used audio and visual to scare the shit out of you, kind of. You know, I mean. Um, it was one of those things where I, I prefer to not see it. Like, you know, I feel like nowadays they would have cut to CGI of people blowing up buildings. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. And that's where I don't so, want well, well, and, and again, it's, it's the benefit of a low-budget uh, movie is the fact that, you know, you don't have that. And so you have to create tension, um, quite frankly, by, by the stuff that you don't see. Correct. Let me give you some insight Can on I? this. I've, I've done my research. Schooling. Really? Uh, <laughs> have you used the internet? I have. I, I don't know what that is. But <laughs> <laughs> so, this movie was written, this was originally a book a while ago called Pontypool. He wrote it, the writer who wrote the movie wrote the book. Uh, Pontypool, 
changes everything. Yes, you are correct. What are you doing? Are you I, did I, am I taking your he's, trivia? He's double checking you. I'm taking his trivia. It's okay. Back check. So let me let me backtrack that a little bit more. So this originally was written to be an audio play. Yes. This was inspired okay. by Orson Welles. Ah, uh, had to be. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Got it. Which was Audio Panic, and this was made to be Audio Panic. In fact, this movie has been made into audio. Yep. Really? An audio okay. movie for what? Yeah, I was going to say somebody get the. I know how to fix that, but uh, we're in the middle of it. Uh, Keep going. So it was meant to be an audio movie, and at one point, the director and the writer thought at some point maybe the movie should just be a close-up of Stephen McCaddy's mouth. Right. Mm. And just let that play, and you hear everything going on, but everything's just maybe slowly pan out from that. But I could see that being a short film. That it's would be not about the visuals, is yeah. what he's trying to say. Well, yeah. I, and, and you touched on it before, and I was, I was going to wait to talk, talk about it, uh, but as you brought it up, I'll talk about it as well. So, so yes, you're correct. So in actual fact, um, it was commissioned by the CBC, mm -hmm. um, Canadian Broadcast Company, um, to basically take the movie, and they took the, the movies, I think, like, and, like 96 minutes, and, and they took that um, movie and they cut it down to 56 minutes, so I guess they took out 40, 40 minutes. minutes. Oh, math. Math, math. I'm sorry. Math. Uh, especially after we'll, that. We'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> but so they, they, and they actually broadcast it. Yeah. And so for the, the keen people out there, if you actually um, go to YouTube and search for Pontypool Radio Play. Um, you can find it. It's, it's it on is, YouTube. It exists. Um, and, right. and I guess as, as we're going to be posting this one on YouTube, we will put a link in the um, oh, brilliant in the description. Got love brilliant. Brilliant. Right? Um, but, ba but basically, what they did was they they did exactly what um, Lon was talking about. It, it's they took the, they took the movie and the and the audio from the the, the movie, and they just took um, Mazzy's uh, kind of main audio, and and they broadcast it. And you know, obviously. Because we live in a different world now than Orson Welles did, um, they obviously explained exactly what it was. But you could imagine listening to this audio by itself, and you have this DJ that is that is hearing these reports, um, hearing, and you can hear his disbelief that this report is coming in. It's like, oh yeah, this guy's just just making it up, and then the realization that these things really are happening, um, and. I, this could be terrifying. I, I would absolutely be terrifying. I, mean, I thought crazy. it was terrifying. One of the beauties of this film is the fact that you don't see the zombies. They're not yes. really zombies. Only once. We should not. We should say you see they're not. Land. You see, and you see when they break in to the right, and then there's more of them there. But they're not really zombies for one thing. Um, the second thing is you're right, but the point is the chaos that's out there is not seen. Now, when this movie was written. It was actually written as a trilogy. Oh, okay. No. There was a part two and a part three. Okay. They planned to shoot all three. They never got the budget for the other two, of course, because when this one came out, it was not critically acclaimed. It was it, it was considered a stinker uh, for the first two years. Idiots. But they did reviews by showing it to people in the mall. They would do the mall thing, you know, where they have her showing, hey, you like want to take it? Remember Tiffany? Think you're alone now? Oh my god. Because <laughs> she was a mall queen? Uh, for the younger uh, generation, oh. there was a singer. There was a, <laughs> a, pop there was singer. a singer called Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany. That, that did a mall tour where she actually performed With, in, in malls. malls. In malls. 
But this, they gave people college. Are we moving on from that? Please. Not the different, okay. totally different. Okay. Except that Tiffany may have been there. I don't know. Is she Canadian? But they showed it most, and the people who went in there were not horror fans. They were not under, you know, they're just mall walkers, zombies themselves. Yes. And they went and they they rated it horribly. It, it nobody understood the movie. It got bashed for the first couple of years. Then, as the writer and director describe it, is then people started arguing about it because there were people yes. who liked it, and they fought with people who hated it, and that started conversation. So to me, the big conversation piece is, uh, I I took it as a spin on zombie, a zombie flick. Um, I am not a big zombie fan. My first movie that I actually liked that was zombie related was Twenty Eight Days Later. I hated zombie movies. What? I So I never watched them. Why are we so friends? The only reason was because I didn't quite understand it. Um, I didn't. It didn't click with me until 28 days later, and then I went back and watched uh, Night of the Living Dead, things like that. So I sure. do appreciate them. Sure. At that time, I was young, dumb, and full of other things, but um, fun. Uh, <laughs> All right. We won't ask why. But but to me, the the biggest thing of this movie, and this was the biggest talking point between my wife and I, was the infection. How did people get infected? Why did they get infected? Was there a way to get to clean the infection, if you will. And that started this they big debate. They kind of debate. touched on it. Right? Oh, they, they touched they, on it. They, yeah, they did. Yeah. But that's, that to me was like, that was very, like that was very well thought out. That's why I gave it a four. was because it made me want to figure out more about it. it. I even went back and watched like absolutely. 10 minutes of it afterwards going, hey, did he say this or did he say this? Or, right, know. but I mean, I, I think to that point, and it's like, you know, and I'm sure we'll obviously ultimately touch it at, on the... Um, on the scene after the credits, and for anyone that hasn't watched mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the movie to the very end. I've got a story. Stay till after the credits. Stay till after the credits. But so, if you take what happens in the art, in, in the post-credits scene, that kind of makes some of the action that happens you know, within the movie be a little bit more like questionable. It, it's, you know, to your point, it, it's, we don't really know how people are infected. Uh, we see Laurel Ann, and ultimately, because she's not able to um, consume someone, um, she ultimately explodes. Um, Literally, from from <laughs> yeah. from what the right. doctor said, it, it's you know, and that's some of the part that doesn't. So okay, the, part, the way the, the way I interpreted that, it, it might, this might this help is, you. This is why I gave it a three. Buddy. So right. this might help you. Is the way I interpreted that is. Think about, you know, what happens with any virus or, in this case, even a grenade. What happens if when you get to, a virus gets to a certain point where the host is no longer usable? What does it need to do? It needs to Jumps spread. to another. So how can that. it? Other than explosion, right? Like, so to me, that's why she just goes, and it goes everywhere, right? Now, that was its last-ditch effort, um, and to be honest, it reminded me of, I've heard people say verbal diarrhea. Right, like that was the first thing I thought of was I was like, oh my god, she's basically just shitting out stuff to hopefully spread itself. Now, my question was, if you were to touch that, would you get infected? No. Does it become it, that, or no. is it only no? Because if the audible virus is not anything to do with physical touching at all, no mm-hmm. material, your blood, the vomit, that does not transfer. Not even touching your eardrum either. It, right? But it's based on the words that you say. Correct, and it's not and necessarily a virus. Right. It's the understanding of a word and a term that gets mixed up in your brain. 
becomes a repetition and then it let can, can I read you a quote this sure. might help yes. yes this is a quote from let's see I gotta pull it up now because there once was a man from Nantucket no, no, okay. oh, Lord. <laughs> all right because this first of all even in the did movie you, did you text him is that wrong <laughs> is it cheating if I text the author uh, I cannot confirm or deny that I did text the author. However, uh, first of all, they did not call them zombies because zombies are people who have died and come back to life. Correct. They're Correct. called. They are called conversationalists. Yep. Oh. Okay. Is that one of your trivia questions? I did. I'm ruining it. I just wrote it down. I just. I, I'm ruining it. Okay. Um, so, this is what he said. This is from McDonald, actually. The the director said, "This is stages of an infection, which are." Uh, three stages. First stage is you might begin to repeat words. Something gets stuck. Yes. And usually it's a word that are terms of endearment. Yes. This calls back to the what I think is the start of the virus, which is the lost cat. Yes. Named honey. Honey, honey which is a term of endearment. That was repeated throughout the broadcast over and over about the lost cat. That's what started the infection. This is that. This makes it local so, to where it's at. Let me finish. Okay, starts it to where it's okay. local to Pontypool, because it's a Pontypool situation, and it's only Pontypool that's been infected. It's not the entire world, right? Because it's only the English language, as we find out when the doctor fuddles his way into the well, and and studio, and, the, is, and the government coming in and speaking in and French and speaking in French because they don't want it to be known, and they even say. Don't translate Don't this. Don't translate this to English. Yes. So, so ahead, there's finish, more. Finish All right, thing. so let me finish this. So the first stage is you might begin to repeat words. Something gets stuck. And usually it's words that are terms of endearment, like sweetened heart or honey. The second stage is your language becomes scrambled that you can't express yourself properly. The third stage is that you become so distraught at your condition that the only way out of the situation you feel is an infect as an infected person is to try to chew your way through the mouth of another person. Interesting. Okay. That explains a lot so, of moral so, and chewing on something. Right, right, right. But I mean, it, it's so someone else. Mic drop. Sorry. <laughs> oh, goddamn. So, 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 so right. someone else is, is saying honey and you're, you're eating them to make They've them heard stop. It. They've heard it several times. It's been repeated. And now something happened. The main cause so, of the infection is Stephen McCann. So, uh, so, or so his character's name. the part that doesn't make sense, and I know you have to dis dispel belief. This is not it, a make it, sense it, movie. In a long thing, but like, why would um, hearing it in a different language um, not affect you in the same way? Because because, because it's all about comprehension. Yes, we, we, it we, is. We, but we, understanding we, though. So like, is. if I don't know, if you just say blah blah, and that means haha in whatever language. You, you don't know that. So but right, 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 right. That but, go, but they're in Ontario. Correct. That, they that, should know. They, which they, is they, speak, they speak French, sure. French, and English. Sure. Correct. Um, well, so the way I interpreted that was they were eventually going to. It's going to eventually spread to French, right? Now, the one thing I was hoping was going to, I guess, help bring out bring about patient zero was there was a little blurb in there. They were talking to uh, talking about. Um, Dr. Mendez being caught doing, uh, I think they said experimental drugs. 
he that was is true. prescribing. So here's my yeah. question: okay. Could and guess whose office they all started at? Sure. Uh, so to me, I, that I, made I, me wonder: Did he? I think absolutely. That, I think that's where absolutely. it started. Now absolutely. it may well be. It may well often be yes. There was a keyword that was spoken. Correct. Uh, that that caused because it. it was words. It, the wording didn't start with Mendez. Maybe the drug and experimentation started with Mendez, and that's why the infection started at his office or around his office. But it was the repeating of the missing cat named Honey that clicked it off. That's, but, that set but, the, but one of the things that's a bit weird, though, is it's like, so when Mendez comes into the radio station, um, it is, in my mind, with the thought that um, he has knowledge of what's going on, he can help, but he doesn't really know the solution. Yes. Um, because, like, even as clearly he is infected, and you hear him um, 